Hey everybody, welcome to episode 34 of Junior Golf Keys. I'm your host, Matt, and we've got a unique episode this week with our guest, Larry Mucha. Larry is the proud parent of four young athletes, uh, Macklin being his youngest, just five years old, uh, very interested in the game of golf, and really excited to jump in and talk to Larry about that. Um, Larry's a podcast listener. He's been listening to this show for a couple months. Um, you know, it's been helping him kind of navigate the path of you know what to do with Macklin and his game. Uh, Macklin actually works with Sean Lanyi, who's been on the show before. Um, Larry has also introduced Macklin to the game through Operation 36, which is something that we've talked about on the show as well. So, you know, kind of check a few different boxes with um, having Larry on as a guest, and I'm really excited to get into our conversation. We're going to talk about, you know, what the approach is that him and his wife have taken in raising their children and getting them involved in activities, you know, what that looks like. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, how Macklin was introduced to golf. We're going to talk about finding a good golf coach, parenting, you know, a young beginner, a young athlete, um, just young children in general. And, you know, what role do you play as a parent in that? You know, some of the things that work well, some of the challenges that you face, um, you know, raising young athletes or just young kids in general um, and getting them involved in some different activities. So really excited to talk to Larry and, you know, really appreciative of his time and, you know, taking some time to chat with us and, we also had an opportunity to hear from Macklin. Uh, Macklin came in and shared a couple great pieces of information with us uh, over a couple minutes. And, you know, he talks about why he loves the game so much and what he likes about working with Sean. Um, and then he also has some really good advice for you young players that are out there, really all of us. Uh, puts a smile on my face to just kind of think about what his response is. Uh, when I asked him what kind of advice he had for the listeners. So um, really excited to have him on. I know you guys are going to take away some value from this episode. And I just want to thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, week after week, you know, I've been talking about this. The podcast continues to grow, uh, continues to grow in its reach, both domestically and internationally. And I couldn't be more excited about where it's headed. And it's all because of you. It's because of you guys that are listening every week, uh, tuning in, connecting with me, um, of course, you know, if you've been listening that you can email me at juniorgolfkeys at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and on Instagram with the handle juniorgolfkeys. Uh, just putting out some different content there and sharing some different information um, on those platforms that I think is going to help you guys in addition to this podcast. So really excited to get into our chat uh, with Larry. If you guys sit tight, I'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of Junior Golf Keys. Um, I'm excited for our guest this week. Uh, I've got Larry Mucha on the line, who is a parent, um, a parent of a junior golfer and has some other kids as well, uh, but wanted to bring Larry on because he's a listener of the podcast. Um, his son actually works with Sean Lanyi that I had on uh, a few weeks ago, golf instructor, and I know that uh, Macklin, Larry's son, is also involved um, in the Operation 36 program, which is uh, something else that we've talked about on this show. So 
I wanted to have Larry on just to kind of give you guys some perspective from a parent's point of view, from a dad's point of view, you know, raising young athletes or just kids in general um, and somebody that's listened to the podcast that can hopefully kind of give you guys some perspective on uh, what it is, what it's like from his vantage point, I guess. So, Larry, how's it going? It's going great, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. As you mentioned, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so it's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, fun connecting with you and I've got a lot of listeners that have reached out and connected and, um, you know, obviously we've, you know, shared some messages back and forth. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity for us to, you know, just kind of jump in and talk a little bit about, you know, what's going on with you as a dad and, you know, raising young kids that are athletic and active and, you know, some best practices, I guess you would say. Uh, but can you kind of just talk a little bit about, I don't know if you want to talk about your background or you, know, you just kind of want to jump into, you know, talking about the kids and those types of things, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, so Matt, as you mentioned, Larry Mucha, um, I am uh, the proud uh, father of uh, four children, uh, Madison, who's Mackenzie, old, Mia, who's seven years old, and then Macklin, who's five years old. Uh, they're very active. Um, they play anywhere from, you know, golf to basketball to soccer to dance um, in sports, just a big part of our life. And so uh, my wife and I have a great time enjoying uh, watching them all they're doing all their different activities. And, um, you know, it's super fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I mean, obviously, the kids are you know, fairly spread out in age, um, you know, younger, but, you know, 11 to five, I guess, a seven year span there, or I'm sorry, six year span there. Um, you know, what kinds of things are, are you guys doing as parents to just, you know, encourage and support, um, you know, at their activities and, you know, kind of just give them an idea or taste of, you know, what they might be interested in? Yeah. So, um, you know, we have a rule in the house, um, whether it's, it's sports or any other activity that the kids have to be involved in something. Um, and when they do it, they can't quit. Um, so they have to see it through and they have to have, um, you know, obviously a, a great attitude doing it and try their hardest. And so if they do those things, uh, we're happy. We just want to help support them and guide them and find where their passion is. And so, um, our oldest Madison absolutely loves dancing. Um, when she was younger, she played basketball, she played soccer, um, but she's gravitated towards that dance path. And so we're letting her, um, kind of guide the ship and supporting her in any way possible. Um, our second oldest Mackenzie, uh, she dances as well, but she's more of a generalist. She loves basketball. She loves golf. And so she's doing a little bit of everything. Um, Mia plays, uh, basketball, uh, soccer and golf as well. And then Macklin plays basketball and golf. And so really it's, it's them driving, um, what they want to do. And we're just here to support them, um, make things fun, um, and, and not to put too much pressure on them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. Um, when you talk about them being involved in something, it's very similar to how I grew up. I played multiple sports. My two sisters and I, um, you know, it seemed like we were always doing something, you know, we loaded up the van, threw everything in there and we were, you know, out almost every single night at practice or games and stuff like that. Why as a parent, 
is it so important from your perspective for them to be involved in something? Yeah. I mean, at first it's being active. I think being active is, um, you know, going down the sports path is super important, obviously living that healthy lifestyle. Um, but then being part of something, I think allows them to see that, um, being part of something other than yourself is, is great. Being part of a team, um, you know, being social, um, and just having balance in your life, um, something outside of school. And so, um, you know, kids learn and grow with all the different experiences they have. And so as many experiences as they can have, I think um, that just accelerates that growth. And so that's why, you know, it's really important to us, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's acting, that they just do something um, that they're mm -hmm. passionate about and, um, you know, that, that they don't quit because I think that shows commitment. And um, if they don't like it at the end of a season, they can try something else. Yeah. Have you run into any situations where, they've wanted to quit in the middle? Um, luckily, no, um, which is great. Okay. Uh, we've had certain situations where, you know, at the end of a season, um, you know, we've stopped playing that sport, uh, which is completely fine. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, obviously there's good days and bad days when you're dealing with kids. Um, you know, sometimes they'd rather be playing video games or staying at home. But uh, for the most <laughs> right. part, they've been uh, absolutely great. And um you know, uh, just, it's been exciting to see them grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, yeah, I think sports golf specifically, you know, for me, I was a multi-sport athlete, but, um, you know, I think sports just can, like you said, teach you so many different lessons or get you introduced to different scenarios that can just help you learn and grow, uh, you know, and prepare you for life. So, um, you know, I definitely believe in that model. You know, obviously, this is a junior golf podcast. You started listening to it because of that. Um, you know, you said Mia and Macklin both play golf. Um, are you a golfer yourself? Um, I am, but not a very good one. And so that's why okay. I try to get as much advice as I can, like your podcast, like from Sean that you mentioned, um, yep. so I can uh, turn around and, and help my kids out because um, I, love, I love the sport so much. Um, but I'm just not very good at it. And so I haven't been able yeah. to master it. So I need other people to, to help me uh, so I can help my kids. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, how did, how did they get introduced to golf or how did they, I guess, take a liking to it? Yeah. Um, so I enjoy going to the driving range. You know, um, I'd say growing up, I was very athletic, similar to you, um, played basketball, played soccer, uh, and continued that throughout college and um, outside of college. So occasionally after work, I'll go up to the driving range, hit some balls. And um, one day when Macklin was, was three, um, I decided to take him up. I think my wife needed a, a little break uh, from him in, in the house. And we just brought a little junior set of clubs. And um, as he started hitting the ball, um, I noticed he had some really good hand-eye coordination. And so, um, you know, we had fun that one day we came home a few days later, I went back up to the driving range and he really wanted to go. And so it just became a routine where he and I would go up to that range and um, hit balls. And then it dawned on me, well, if we're going to be doing this, I want to make sure that he's doing it the right way. And so I'm a firm believer of, you know, obviously you, you have to work hard. Um, but it's not just practice, it's perfect practice. You have to do things in the right way. And so if we were going to be spending time together, obviously, which, which was fantastic, I wanted to make sure that he was holding the club right, 
that he was standing over the ball properly. And so that's where I found about five coaches online. Uh, late one night, I Googled um, children's golf coaches and uh, <laughs> yep. I found Sean and, um, you know, emailed him. He was the first one to respond and said, absolutely, I'd love to set up time and meet with your son. And so we met him. And uh, he was patient. He was wonderful. And then from that point on, you know, we met with him about once a month. He would teach Macklin um, something new, whether it was the grip, whether it was the stance, whether it was the swing plane. And then it was our way of bonding, Macklin and myself, to try to master that skill. And then over a period of time, you know, he's turned out to be a pretty good golfer. And so it's, um, you know, that, that's kind of the journey. And, um, you know, we, we enjoy the process together. And uh, it's a great way for my son and I just to bond, um, which has been really fun. Yeah, that's neat. Um, I want to go into that first interaction with Sean a little bit deeper. Um, Cause I think that one of the things, you know, parents are uh, curious about is, you know, how do you find a good coach? You know, what does that even look like? Um, I've had the opportunity to get to know Sean a little bit. Obviously you guys have been working with them for a while. Um, what types of things did he do when you guys first interacted like questions or can you kind of recall what that first interaction was like and the things that he was focused on the most? Sure. Um, well, it was, it was one of those where, um, the first time we met Sean, uh, it was, I believe it was in February. We live in the Pacific Northwest, so it was cold, it was rainy and, um, you know, uh, so Macklin was an absolute champ being out there freezing. And um, I explained to Sean uh, exactly what I just just mentioned that I don't know anything about golf. Um, you know, I don't know where this sport's going to go with my son, but I just wanted to teach him the play. We do it just for fun and enjoyment that he was he was doing it properly. And so um, Sean was very patient um, and, and the one thing that I absolutely love about Sean is that he breaks down the game in digestible pieces. So the very first thing that he taught Macklin was, uh, was stance. And so putting, so what I told Macklin was, you know, just grip club, put your feet apart and just smack it. Um, and, and, yeah. and Sean, as you can imagine, um, you know, had a, a, a lot more, um, educated way to teach him but he taught you know put your feet together do a tiny step and a big step and just hit the ball and so for a month Macklin and I would go up to the driving range put our feet together and do a tiny step big step and he'd hit the ball um and so you know it, it, it's just you know Sean's ability to break down the game in such a simple way to have a three or four-year-old understand it and even have me understand it um, it, it was fantastic. And there was that bond, there's the patience. And, you know, I can tell that Sean was really vested in Macklin. Uh, he believed in him and he wanted to be part of this, this journey. And so, um, from the moment we met him, you know, we've be become really good friends with him and, um, he's, he's really been the reason why Macklin's accelerated the way he has in golf. Yeah. Do you, do you recall kind of what Macklin's reaction was after that first lesson at all? Do you remember anything that maybe he said to you that was just encouraging or made you as a parent, um, you know, kind of understand what his takeaways were and, you know, that it was something that he wanted to continue to pursue with that particular coach? Yeah, th there were things. One, he really uh, shone for him, which was great. And, uh, friend 
he he liked <laughs> with Sean and he viewed Sean as maybe not necessarily a coach, but, you know, a, a friend of his, which um, is a tribute to him. And so from that point on, I knew we had something special there, uh, which was great. Yeah, that's neat. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, I guess just your role, like, how do you, what do you feel like your role is as a parent that, you know, like you said, doesn't really know much about golf, um, but has a kid or a couple kids that are interested in golf. Like, what do you feel like the the most important things that you do as a parent to support? Yeah, I'd say the number one thing is just making game is fun and exciting for him. Um, and so around the house, we have golf pool, uh, which is fun. So that helps him with his putting. Uh, we make up games, uh, jelly bean putting, where if you make a certain number of putts, you get jelly beans. Um, we go to different courses. Um, so I think my role is just to support Macklin in whatever he wants to do. And if he, in, if it is continuing down this golf path, which is great. I just want to make sure I'm supporting him in, in, in making uh, game and just making sure that it's really fun for him. I'll, I'll leave the teaching and all the technical stuff to the coaches, uh, especially Sean. Yeah. Um, but I just want to make sure that I'm a dad and regardless of it, if he hits a good shot or a bad shot, he views me as somebody who will always love him. Somebody who is always supportive uh, and I try not to get too up or down, whether it's a good shot or a bad shot, um, because that's that's golf. That's life. And so I just want to make sure that that I'm that I'm there for him. And, and I do think uh, the other thing that um, is really important is over revving on the process and not the result. And so anytime he has a good shot, it's uh, very rarely is it, hey, great shot. It was, hey, your process was wonderful bad shot it was understanding why and so we're firm believers of just if you do things the right way and if you continue to do things the right way um the results will take care of themselves yeah i love that i mean golf is such a i mean a a lot of things are but golf is such a process driven game also especially when you talk about routine and you know just being in the right frame of mind you know all those types of things um yeah, I think that's a really good approach. Can you talk about maybe some of the some of the challenges that you've had? Because um, it's not all you know, sunshine and rainbows, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> are there any challenges that you've had just with you know the the kids in general? Just you know, with sports, with you know, understanding you know what's going to be the best way to communicate with them. You know, how do you you know push them without you know pushing them too hard and driving them away from something. Can you kind of go into that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I'd say uh, specifically with with Macklin um, and going back to to the golf theme, you know, one of the the biggest challenges uh, that I'm sure a lot of um, junior golf parents have is just the maturity level. Macklin just turned five um, and he's very serious about the game. He's a very good golfer. Um, but one minute he'll be watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, drinking out of a sippy cup and cuddling with mom. And then the next time he's, you know, next day he's out on the course and he's playing golf with, you know, eight-year-olds and 10-year-olds. And so I think just navigating through uh, those different experiences, he's still little, he's still young. And so I want to make sure that I'm protective of him. um, And I put him in a situation where he where he's pushing himself and he can succeed um 
but also um, embracing failure as well. And so, I, you know, one of the challenges is just, and it's not me pushing, but what it, what situations do I put him in uh, knowing that he's just so little? And so that's one of the things that has always right. been, been um, a struggle or at least on the back of my mind. Um, and so, you know, th- the other one is, um, you know, especially around golf is, you know, because he is so little is just finding other kids um, that enjoy the game as much as he does. And so when you do find those kids uh, that are as good as him or enjoy golf, they're a lot older. And so it, it's trying to find friends, uh, relationships that, that you can build off of, because I'm a firm believer that the social aspect of golf uh, is what will really help him love the game. And so that's why we get involved with Operation 36. Uh, we'll be involved with U.S. Kids. Um, sometimes we go out to the neighborhood park and we invite neighbors. And so I think the social element, specifically with golf, is sometimes a little challenging. Um, but we try to do everything we can, again, just to make it fun and, and, and make it less about practice and getting better and just make it more about um, having friends and, and making it a fun experience. Yeah. What, um, uh, talk a little bit about operation 36. I, I think it's, a. I, I mean, I think it's, a, I had Ryan Daly on one of the co-founders and I just think it's an unbelievable program. Um, and I'm, it's crazy that it's kind of taken this long to scale, um, or for somebody to just kind of take the bull by the horns and, and scale a system like this for golf, because like, uh, Ryan and I were talking about, you know, every other sport you look at it, there's sort of like an entry level or, you know, entry equipment, you know, for younger beginners. Um, and there really wasn't much for golf. Um, and I think operation 36 has really checked that box. Um, just tell me about your experience. Oh, it, it's with that. been fantastic. And so we've, we've gone through one summer of operation 36. And, um, as we mentioned, I don't know a whole lot about golf, but the approach is so logical um, that it was something when I first heard about it that I knew that uh, would be part of, and uh, he had so much fun doing it. And so basically the concept is teaching kids from green to tee versus tee to green. So you start from 25 yards, 50 yards, and I think you go to 100, 150, uh, um, nine holes, and you need to average so nine times four, 36, operation 36. And, um, you know, it, it really helped Macklin with his short game. Uh, we did it through a country club by us. Um, you know, Coach Jim was Macklin's uh, coach through that. Uh, who, he was patient. He was kind. And, um, you know, Macklin got out on the course and he was able to compete in a, a very uh, friendly environment with other kids. And the first time out there, he actually, he just turned four. He passed the first round from 25 yards out, uh, which I was very proud of. Wow. Um, but again, it, it, it makes sense because if you think about your shots on the golf course, most of your shots are either putts or chips around the green. Um, and so, right. you know, teaching kids at a young age, you know, how to bolster their short game, uh, it, it, it was great. Uh, so it was fantastic for Macklin. It was a great experience and something that we're looking forward to doing, uh, here in the, this summer as well. Yeah. And for those of you that are listening, if you're not familiar with operation 36, um, like Larry's describing, you know, it's a system to get kids or beginners, you know, they've really, mo- they've moved away from just juniors, but 
specifically focused on juniors. Um, it's a way to get them introduced to the game. You know, like Larry said, focusing on the short game, working from green to tee. And, you know, we, we look at the game of golf where, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to hit the driver, um, but you really score and you hit a majority of your shots, uh, you know, inside 100 yards and around the green. So, you know, to be able to develop that part of the game before you uh, move it back to the regular tee boxes, I think is huge. So episode 28 with Ryan Daly, the co-founder of Operation 36, if you guys aren't familiar with it and you have young players that are beginners, I think it's an awesome program uh, to get them started in the game. So anything else you would add? No, um, for those of you listening, if you can get your child involved, I would totally uh, recommend it. It's it's a fantastic experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's talk about just just parenting in general. I mean, you've you've got four kids. They're all active. Um, How do you juggle? Uh, I have an amazing wife. Um, So that that, (laughs) – She does everything for the house. You know, I have a job. And so uh, it's difficult. You know, we have to be very organized. Um, So a lot of times, you know, it's uh, after school. Well, first and foremost, we prioritize schoolwork. School has to be done and the kids have to be in good standing in their classes. uh, Or a lot of these activities that that we've talked about, whether it's golf, dance, etc., uh, my rule is, you know, that's secondary. So as long as school's going okay, what we do is, you know, we have a, a master plan every single week where a lot of times my wife is in the car feeding the kids, um, going to dance class, dropping Macklin back off at home with me after work and then going back up. And so it's just this, um, you know, mechanism to try to get all the kids um, to all, all their activities. We rely on neighbors and friends. And so it's, uh, it's challenging um, early mornings, late nights, but um, you know, the, the kids are very passionate about it. And um, you know, when you're passionate about something, it doesn't really feel like work or a challenge and uh, makes the days uh, go by uh, pretty quickly. And it's, uh, it, it's really fun. Yeah. Well, you guys are definitely juggling a lot and um you know, like I said, we're, you know, we're connected on social media. I kind of watch from a distance and you guys <laughs> wear me out sometimes. You're out there doing all kinds of stuff and I'm a pretty active person myself. So um, that's exciting. I mean, what, what kind of advice do you have for other parents out there that are raising young athletes um, or, you know, on a broader scale, just uh, young kids that have an interest in activities? I yeah, we'll I mean, I, I think you know, the, the approach that we've taken and the advice that I would give is just make it fun, uh, make it exciting, let it be their idea. Um, try not to push them in the direction where you want to go. Let them guide the ship. Um, you know, I think that. Does that sounds um, I think it's, um, whether it's through dance, whether it's through basketball, whether it's through golf or school, I think learning through failures is one of the best ways to learn during life. And so, you know, we try to, to guide the kids and, and make sure that they're set up for success, but also we let them go for it. Uh, whether it's, Hey, I want to try this tricky solo or, Hey, I want to hit the ball over this pond on the golf course. Absolutely. Let's go for it. But then let's talk about afterwards, you know, was that good? 
you know, pushing, let take what they want to do when they want to do it. Um, but then also throw out suggestions in terms of, well, if this is the direction you want to go, have you thought about this or this might be fun? Um, and so there, there's, I don't know, I, I, I'd say it's, it's tricky. It's challenging, you know, um, having four kids. I'm not really sure how we ended up in this spot, to be honest. We just we were just in this <laughs> crazy routine day by day. But at the end of the day, supportive thing. And uh, tomorrow, if my kids all sports, we want to go into music. It's fine. Absolutely. Let's let's go down that path. And, um, you know, as long as they're happy, um, that's that's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah, I love the approach because it sounds like it's very much one that's uh, introduce them to as much as you can and, you know, kind of let them, you know, drive what they want to do based on what makes them happy. And I think that, um, you know, just from what I've seen, I've been in the junior golf space for a while. I've coached little league baseball for a number of years. Um, you know, sometimes, unfortunately I've, I've interacted with some kids that really didn't want to be there. And, um, it was more so just, a um, you know, an, an opportunity that the parent took to just put them into something, but really didn't, you know, have that cycle of feedback and, you know, those types of things, which I think are super important. So, um, I love the approach that you guys take and you talk about embracing failure. Uh, you mentioned that specifically earlier and you're just talking about failure. Um, how do you help a kid embrace failure? Yeah, that's, um, that, that's tricky. Um, because, you know, as a parent, you want your child never to fail. Um, you know, um, so right. I, I think what you, what you, what we continue to do, um, and it goes back to what we mentioned earlier is just embrace the process. And so what, what I always tell the kids at the end of the day, when you put your head on that pillow, if you've tried your hardest and if you've done everything you can to put yourself in a position to succeed, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, but you can be proud of the effort that you put forward. If you had a good attitude, if you work hard, um, if you're a good person, that's all that counts. And sometimes the cards will go your way. Sometimes they won't. But as long as you did everything you can, then you can be proud of, of whatever the, the result is. And so when the result's positive, person, um, look at all you did to lead to that result. If they fail, then it's, hey, you can be proud of yourself because look at all the hard, hard work that you put forward. And so... Um, you know, we don't re always, we don't necessarily look at it as failure, um, but it's one of those things. I think that's the best way to, to embrace it is to just over rev on, on the overall process. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's such a huge thing for golf too. Um, you know, we'll go specific to golf on this one because, you know, golf is a game where you're going to hit a lot of bad shots. Um, I mean, you're going to hit a lot of good ones too, but golf is a game of managing your misses. And so, you know, to your point, if we're really following the process and we've got a good routine and, you know, we're putting everything into that, the result's going to be the result and you've got to live with that. And you can't, you know, there's no redos. You can't go back and, you know, hit the last shot. You just got to worry about the next one. Right. So, um, 
you know, I, I love the approach that you guys are taking. I don't know if you would, if there's anything else that you would add specific to golf around that, but those are just kind of my thoughts as, you know, you're kind of talking about. Yeah. Process. I mean, I, I'd say specific to, to Macklin, you know, when, um, when he hits a good shot, um, but if, if sometimes he shortcuts the process, whether it's not taking a practice swing, um, you know, that's one of those things where we, we don't focus on, on the result. We say, Hey, you know, what about your process? Did you like the process? And then he's smart enough to say, well, no, I didn't take a practice swing or I didn't do X, Y, or Z. And then we, we correct the process. Um, vice versa, you know, if, if he hits a bad shot, celebrate that, that was really great. I loved your process. That's okay. We, so, um, exactly what you, um, I think, you know, golf that that's really my focus, uh, all process that he's taken yeah yeah um yeah that's really good is uh is he uh, around he is Do absolutely let me grab him oh hey can you hear us i can awesome mackie can you say hi hi hey macklin how are you buddy good i didn't interrupt your practice did i no no what are you up to um, the, the, i'm in the- I didn't know the dancing. Okay. So I was talking to your dad about your golf. I've watched you play some golf on Instagram a little bit. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you like about the game of golf? I like watching and spend, uh, and, and, and spend more time on my dad. Yeah. I saw that you had a hole in one last week. Yeah, yeah, and I was just going to say that to you. You were? Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty cool shot. Thank you. Yeah. What was your favorite part about it? Uh, wait, um, like, I, I made my hole in one, and my dad didn't see it, and said, it was in, and then I was so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. You know who else I talked to recently? I talked to your coach, Sean. <laughs> Do you like working with Sean? I love Sean. Yeah? What do you like about working with him? He's, he's nice. Yeah. Does he help you with your game? Yeah. You guys have fun together? Yeah. Well, that's good. It sounds like you're doing pretty good with golf. That's exciting. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything that you would tell other kids that are out there that may want to try golf? Practice and have fun. Practice and have fun. I love it. That's awesome, buddy. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. You have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Matt. That's that was great. awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Practice and have fun. That yeah, it's, sums it's it as simple up, as right? that. <laughs> it is that simple. It is funny, though. I mean, sometimes, like, we just lose sight of that, right? Like, golf is a fun game, and it should be fun. Um, it's, it's great to hear a kid say that who is enjoying it and, and having fun practicing and, you know, and that's the fun part of it, too, for him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a game where we can spend time together, he and I. 
and as a family, I'm sure you've seen on Instagram, uh, out and his sister's out and, you know, you're on some of the most beautiful courses with beautiful weather. I mean, it is, it's the best game. Um, and so to have fun and to have the opportunity to go out there and spend time as a family is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is. We used to, uh, Sundays after church was our go out and play nine holes as a family. Um, I've got two younger sisters, so all five of us would head out and play, uh, and Sunday afternoons, which was always a lot of fun. So, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a good way to get the family together and, you know, have some fun out there. Um, thanks for bringing him on. That was, that was cool. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I think you, you just made his day. Good. Good. Um, well, I think he's got some good advice for other kids that are out there. So if you're young, <laughs> uh, if you're a young player out there and you're listening, I would latch on to uh, Macklin's advice and never let it go. Um, practice and have fun because if you can make practice fun uh, and keep the game fun, I think you'll play it for a really long time and have a lot of fun doing it. So, uh, Larry, I know you listened to the podcast, and uh, a few months ago I started – flipping the uh, script a little bit and uh, tossing the mic back to the guest to ask me a question or two. So kind of want to give the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh, a question, you know, um, you know, if you had to go back in time, knowing what you know now, if you knew then what you knew now, would you do anything different uh, with your golf journey or just anything in, in general? Um, yeah, with my golf journey, I would, I, I got to college. I was going to walk on and play at Eastern Kentucky university and I just quit. I went for a day and I quit. It was something that, um, you know, I really didn't, um, I just, I wasn't patient in my process, I guess you would say, um, at that particular time in my golf career, um, had a really nice junior career, good high school career, um, you know, had an opportunity to play in college. Um, so that, that's something that I probably would do differently um, just because looking back and working with so many kids through the college recruiting process and, um, you know, helping them look into schools and stuff like that. I just I, I think I, I missed out on a little bit of fun there. Um I had a lot of fun in college, but I just missed out, I think, on something that uh, would have given me a little bit of a different experience. Uh, but that's OK. I made that decision and you know, I'm OK with that. Um, you know, I'm sharing that experience now to hopefully, you know, help some other people. Um, something else that I would say, and we've talked a little bit about the short game today and, you know, I was a little bit of a rebellious kid growing up. Um, you told me to go left. I went right. And so uh, that hurt me, obviously, in, in times and specifically with my golf game. And my dad was a really good golfer and still is a really good golfer. Um, I did an episode with him, which I had a lot of fun doing. And, you know, we get to play. We just played a couple weeks ago. Um, he and my mom were down visiting. And uh, one of the things that he always preached to me when I was growing up playing was to how important the short game is. And um, I don't know if it was just, you know, me being hard headed or, you know, like I said, he told me to go left and I went right, you know, one of those situations, but I really didn't 
I put work into my game, um, but I didn't really put a lot of work into my short game. Mm. I, I wedged it a lot around the greens. Um, I didn't get super creative with, um, you know, the high percentage shots around the greens, which, you know, sometimes I would go out there if it was a great ball striking day. Awesome. I shoot 68 and, you know, it was a great day or I could shoot 80 because if I didn't hit the ball well, you know, I didn't get up and down as many times as I should have. So I had a good junior golf career and high school career, but you know, those are, that's, that's one thing that I probably would have spent a lot more time on and I am spending a lot more time on it now um, just so that I can score better because it really is, you know, the way that you can really shave a lot of shots off your golf. Absolutely. Game. Absolutely. Yeah. That that's always great to know. I'm always interested not being a golfer myself, uh, just picking the brain of, of others. Um, and that seems to be a, a common response. Uh, hence why I think operation 36 is so great. And, um, yeah. you know, a lot of programs like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I love that program. Um, I think it's going to do a ton for the game of golf. And so, yeah, short game. It's it's the king. Um, and, you know, like you said, and some of the stuff that you've been talking about just with, you know, how you encourage Macklin and, you know, make things fun, you know, you can, you can have fun practicing the short game and creating little games to play that are developing skills, you know, those types of things. So it doesn't have to be this, you know, oh, I got to work on my short game. It's, you know, more boring than teeing up my driver and trying to hit it 300 yards. Yeah. Um, you know, it can be, but you can also make it fun and, and get creative and, uh, you know, really try to develop, you know, a sharp short game. So absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Th- thank you yeah. for sharing that. I mean, one of the things that we try to do that I think he has fun with is, you know, hitting um, different clubs from the same spot. So, you know, he's so little, he only has yeah. a few clubs in his bag, but he does have a sand wedge and he loves hitting his sand super high. And so, you know, he'll do kind of a, a flop shot and then he'll hit his pitching wedge and then a seven and then we'll even pull out a wood. And so just trying to cre- um, promote that creativity, I think um, what will help, but um, you know, uh, certainly we'll take your advice to heart and uh, we'll keep practicing our short game. That's for sure. Yeah. And for those of you that are listening to what you just described, I mean, if, if you're raising a young player and you can get them to, hit shots from a specific spot with all the clubs in their bag and they can figure out that, um, man, that's going to help their game a ton. Uh, because, you know, it's interesting. I was playing with my dad a couple of weeks ago and I hit this shot. I think I was like 85 yards out if I remember correctly. And I hit my 54 degree wedge, which typically is like, uh, I don't know, one Oh five club for me if I, you know, at full, uh, or at, you know, max swing. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I've really been working on recently is, you know, how do you take that half shot, that three quarter shot, because it puts a different trajectory on the ball and you can really start controlling the ball flight. Um, so when you start being able to carry the ball further, um, you know, and you're, you're playing from the tee boxes and, you know, obviously Macklin's very young right now and this isn't, um, you know, something that he's going to experience every time he's out there. But, you know, as some of you players that are out there that are, you know, getting into your teenage years, let's say, or double digits in terms of age, and you're, you know, starting to develop a game 
uh, you know, where you're hitting different shots from around, you know, the course from off the tee and then approach shots. If you can figure out and really work on hitting those half shots and those three quarter shots, those knockdown shots, and you can control the flight and you can control the ball. I mean, your scores are going to, it's like throwing darts, right? Uh I mean, it's like, you can really start to hone in on what you're trying to do. And so I hit this shot with my dad and he looked at me and he's like, man, he's like, over the past couple of years, you've just gotten really good (laughs) at hitting those types of shots. And it's just this, you know, a little bit of a lower flight. Like I could have taken a 58 degree and flown it all the way to the hole, but you know, I kind of took a little bit off of it and zipped it in there and it took one big hop and just stopped, you know, about two feet from the Um, which is just a, it's a, it's a different way to execute a shot. Um, but to your point, there's a lot of creative ways to play the game. And, you know, it, the more that you in, can encourage young players to just understand the club face and how to control the ball and how to control the flight, um, it's just going to help so much in the long Absolutely. run. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... Um, well, Larry, I appreciate you doing this. It's been, uh, it's been fun. I've I've not had, I guess at this point, a listener, another parent, um, you know, all things combined that you are, um, you know, join me as a guest on the show. And, you know, I've had a lot of fun with it. I hope it's been enjoyable. It's been great. Again, you know, Matt, uh, we love your podcast, been following from afar and, um, just to come on the show and speak from a proud dad of, of four active kids you know it's been it's been great um anytime you need me to to talk about my kids certainly let me know uh because you know they're they're my favorite thing in the entire world so thanks for having me yeah absolutely any other last minute advice that you give to parents no i think uh macklin said it perfectly just practice and and have fun um you know let let the kids dictate their journey and uh, i think just being supportive of them. Um, that that's all we need to do as parents. So. Yep. Awesome. Practice and have fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll end on that. You one. got it. All, all right. right. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Larry. Matt. Great talking to you. All right. Yes, bye-bye. sir. You too. Well, that wraps up episode 34 of Junior Golf Keys with our guest this week, Larry Mucha, and obviously our guest appearance from Macklin uh, talking to us about his hole-in-one and giving us some great advice just to practice and have fun. So I hope you guys are able to take away some value from this episode. I know that I had a really good time talking to Larry, and I've had a great time connecting with him and a lot of you other listeners who have reached out to me um, on social media, via email, Uh, Really excited to hear from you when I do and excited to interact and kind of talk about what we can continue to do to make this show better so that you guys can take the most value out of it. Um, As I always ask, if you've taken any value away from this show, please share it. Please leave a review. Also, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on some of the exciting guests that we've got coming up. And I hope you join me next week for another episode of Junior Golf Keys.